Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to a new video. So tonight, I'm in my comfiest attire. That's also kind of fitting for what we are about to read, because I'm going to read you a nice bedtime story from Alice in Wonderland. This book is one of my most precious possessions for me. It is a copy from 1907, so this book is really old. It has some beautiful illustrations. I might show you some of them. And yeah, without further ado, let's start reading. Let's sit back, get comfortable. Honestly, get as cozy as possible because I love these stories and I hope you do too and I hope it will be a nice bedtime story for you. So, I'm gonna start with the first chapter, Down the Rabbit Hole. I hope you like page turning as well because I love it. I love page turning. So, chapter one. Down the rabbit hole. Alice was beginning to get very tired of sitting by her sister on the bank and of having nothing to do. Once or twice she had peeped into the book her sister was reading, but it had no pictures or conversations in it. And what is the use of a book, thought Alice, without pictures or conversations? So she was considering in her own mind as well as she could for the hot day made her feel very sleepy and stupid. Whether the pleasure of making a daisy chain would be worth the trouble of getting up and picking the daisies. When suddenly a white rabbit with pink eyes ran close by her. There was nothing so very remarkable in that, nor did Alice think so very much of it, the way to hear the rabbit say to itself, Oh dear, oh dear, I shall be too late. When she thought it over afterwards, it occurred to her that she ought to have wondered at this, but at the time, it all seemed quite normal. <laughs> but when the rabbit actually took a watch out of its waistcoat pocket and looked at it and then hurried on, Alice stared to her feet, for it flashed across her mind that she had never seen a rabbit with either a waistcoat pocket or a watch to take out of it. And burning with curiosity, she ran across the field after it and was just in time to see it pop down a large rabbit hole on that hedge. In another moment, down went Alice after it, never once considering how in the world she was able to get out again. The rabbit hole went straight on like a tunnel for some way and then dipped suddenly down, so suddenly that Alice had not a moment to think about stopping herself before she found herself falling down what seems to be a very deep well. Either the well was very deep or she fell very slowly, for she had plenty of time as she went down to look about her and to wonder what was going to happen next. 
first she tried to look down and make out what she was coming to, but it was too dark to see anything. Then she looked at the sides of the wall and noticed that they were filled with cupboards and bookshelves. Here and there she saw maps and pictures hung up on packs. She took down a jar from one of the shelves as she passed. It was labeled Orange Marmalade. But to her great disappointment, it was empty. She did not like to drop the jar of fear of killing somebody underneath, so she managed to put it into one of the cupboards as she fell past it. Well, thought Alice to herself, after such a fall as this, I shall think nothing of tumbling down the stairs. How brave they will all think of me at home. Why I wouldn't say anything about it, even if I fell off the top of the house, which was very likely true. Down, down, down. Would the fall never come to an end? I wonder how many miles I've fallen by this time, she said aloud. I must be getting somewhere near the center of the earth. Let me see. That would be 4,000 miles down, I think. For you see, Alice had learned several things of this sort in her lessons in the schoolroom, and though this was not a very good opportunity of showing off her knowledge, as there was no one to listen to her, so it was good practice to say it over. Yes, that's about the right distance, but then I wonder what latitude and longitude I've got to. Alice had no idea what latitude or longitude either, but thought they were nice grand words to say. Presently, she began again. I wonder if I shall fall right through the earth. How funny it will seem to count among the people that will walk with their heads downwards. The antipathies, I think. She was rather glad there was no one listening this time as it didn't sound at all that right. But I shall have to ask them what the name of the country is, you know. <clears throat> Please, ma'am, is this New Zealand or Australia? And she tried to curtsy as she spoke. Fancy curtsying as you're falling through the air. Do you think you could manage that? And what an ignorant little girl she'll think of me. No, I'll never do to ask. Perhaps I'll see it's written up somewhere. Down, down, down. There was nothing else to do, so Alice soon began talking again. Dina will miss me very much tonight, I should think. Dina was the cat. I hope they remember her saucer of milk at tea time. Dina, my dear, I wish you were down here with me. There are no mice in the air, I'm afraid, but you might catch a bat, and that's very like a mouse, you know. But do cats eat bats, I wonder? And here Alice began to get rather sleepy and went on saying to herself in a dreamy sort of way, Do cats eat bats? Do cats eat bats? And sometimes, do bats eat cats? For you see, as she couldn't answer either question and didn't much matter which way she put it, she felt that she was dozing off and she had just begun to dream that she was walking hand in hand with Dina and saying to her very earnestly, Now Dina, tell me the truth, did you ever eat a bat? When suddenly, thump, thump, down she came upon a heap of sticks and dry leaves and the fall was over. Alice was not a bit hurt and she jumped up on her feet in a moment. She looked up, but it was 
all dark overhead. Before was another long passage, and the white rabbit was still in sight, hurrying down it. And there was not a moment to be lost. Away went Alice like the wind, and she was just in time to hear it say as it turned around the corner. Oh, my ears and whiskers, how late it's getting. She was close behind her when she turned the corner, but the rare was no longer to be seen. She found herself in a long, low hall, which was lit up by a row of lamps hanging from the roof. There were dolls all around the hall, but they were all locked. And when Alice had been all the way down on one side and up the other, trying every door, she walked sadly down the middle, wondering how she was ever going to get out again. Suddenly, she came upon a little three-legged table, all made out of solid glass. There was nothing on it but a tiny golden key, and Alice's first idea was that this might belong to one of the doors on the hall. But alas, either the locks were too large or the key was too small, but at any rate, it wouldn't open any of them. However, on the second time around, she came upon a low curtain that she had not noticed before and behind it was a little door about 15 inches high. She tried the little golden key and the lock, and to her grand delight, it fitted. Alice opened the door and found that it led to a small passage not much larger than a rat hole. She kneeled down and looked the passage into the loveliest garden you ever saw. How she longed to get out of the dark hall and wander about among the beds of bright flowers and those cool fountains, but she could not even get her head through the doorway. And even if my head would go through, thought poor Alice, it would be of very little use without my shoulders. Oh, I wish I could shut up like a telescope. Like fold in like a telescope. I think I could if I only knew how to begin. For, you see, so many out-of-the-way things had happened lately that Alice had begun to think that very few things were, indeed, really impossible. There seemed to be no use in waiting by the little door, so she went back to the table, half hoping she might find another key on it or at any rate a book of rules of shutting people up like a telescope. This time, she found a little bottle on it which certainly was not there before, said Alice, and tied around the neck of the bottle was a paper label which, with the words, Drink Me, beautifully printed in large letters. It is all very well to say drink me, but the wise little Alice was not going to do that in a hurry. No, I'll look first, she said, and she, and see whether it's more just poison or not because that would, that would stand on the bottle. For she had read several nice little stories about children who got burned and eaten up by wild beasts and other unpleasant things, all because they would not remember the simple rule their friends had taught them, such as that the red-hot poker will burn if you hold it too long, and that if you cut your finger very deeply with a knife, it usually bleeds smart people and she had never forgotten that if you drink much from a bottle marked poison it's almost certain to disagree with you sooner or later such so many life lessons <laughs> however this little bottle was not marked poison so alice ventured to taste it and finding it very nice 
It had in fact a sort of mixed flavor of cherry tart custard, pineapple, roast turkey, toffee, and hot buttered toast. She very soon finished it off. Some sparkling happening. What a curious feeling, said Alice. I must be shutting up like a telescope. And so it was indeed. She was now only 10 inches high and her face brightened up at the thought that she was now the right size for going through the little door into that lovely garden. First, however, she waited for a few minutes to see if she was going to shrink any further. She felt a little nervous about it. For it might end, you know, said Alice to herself. Am I going out altogether like a candle? I wonder what I should be like then. And she tried to, to fancy what the flame of a candle looks like after the candle is blown out, for she could not remember ever having seen such a thing. After a while, finding that nothing more happened, she decided on going to the garden at once. But for poor Alice, when she got to the door, she found she had forgotten the little golden key. And when she went back to the table for it, she found she could not possibly reach it. She could see it quite plainly through the glass, and she tried her best to climb over one of the legs of the table, but it was too slippery, and when she had tired herself out with trying, the poor little thing sat down and cried. Come, there's no use in crying like that, said Alice to herself rather sharply. I advise you to leave off this minute. She generally gave herself... Very good advice. Though she very solemnly followed it. <laughs> and sometimes she scolded herself so severely to bring tears into her eyes. And once she remembered trying to box her own tears for having cheated herself in a game of crochet, she was playing against herself. For this curious child was very fond of pretending to be two people. But this is no use now, thought poor Alice, to pretend to be two people. Why? There's hardly enough of me left to make one respectable person. Soon her eyes fell on a little glass box that was lying under the table. She opened it and found in it a very small cakes with the words, Eat me. Very beautifully marked in currants. Well, I'll eat it, <laughs> said Alice. And if it makes me grow large, I can reach the key. And if it makes me grow smaller, I can creep through under the door. So eat it well. I'll get into the garden, and I don't care which happens. She ate a little bit and said anxiously to herself, which way, which way, holding her hand on top of her head to feel which way she's growing. And she was quite surprised to find that she remained the same size. To be sure that it was generally happen when one eats cake, but Alice had to go Alice had got so much into the way of expecting nothing but out-of-the-way things to happen that it seemed quite dull and stupid for life to go on in a common way. So, she set to work and very soon finished off the cake. So, that was the first chapter of Alice in Wonderland. It's quite hard to sometimes read the old English because there are words that I'm like not commonly used to reading. So I hope I didn't stumble too much over my own words. But yeah, I hope that you enjoyed this. Thank you so much for watching. Please like this video if you liked it and subscribe to stay updated. I wish you all snuggly dreams and I hope I see you in the next video.
Bye bye. Oh, by the way, I'll probably read more chapters if you like this video.